Welcome to the Money Over 50 podcast, brought to you by Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue from Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. This information is general in nature and does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Therefore, you should consider whether the information is appropriate for you and your personal circumstances. If you require personal advice, please contact Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. Here are your hosts, Dallas Davison and Michael Hogue. Welcome to Money Over 50. Today's topic, or today's rant, probably more accurately, is, uh, is, is from Michael. So, I just wanted the listeners just to, just to take this statement in and just digest it for a moment. So, there'll be a moment of silence <laughs> after this. So, when you retire, just picture whatever date that is, when you retire, in the first three years of your retirement, you'll spend a quarter of a million dollars. So it's a it's a it's a phenomenal amount of money when you think of it in those terms. Mm. So th- so let's just say you've been retired for three years now. So we're recording this September two thousand and twenty-one. Yeah, which means um, you retired in around mid two thousand eighteen to September yep. two thousand eighteen. Yep. So you, you worked so, through until July so that you could get your leave payout in the next financial year under the advisement of your brilliant financial planner from Money Over Fifty. But uh, <laughs> you've retired in, in July, you know, August three years ago. So what's that twenty? So you can 20, you can think everyone I mean it may seem like a long time because we've had, you know, the pandemic in between that period of time. But but if you actually think back, if you yeah. if 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 um if someone played you a song mm. from mid two thousand eighteen yeah. right now, you would <laughs> most people would yeah. think that was only released a year ago. Yes. People yeah, people yeah, are yeah. people are amazed at how to, how, how quickly yeah. time flies. Even people In fact, like us probably, that are fairly musically challenged would probably know the song. We'd probably be able to, you know. It's a good on. time right now in September yeah. of the year to be talking about this because what most people say about two thousand and twenty one is, "Geez, I can't believe we're in September." Yeah. Really. So. Yeah. We're in September already. So, so what, what I what I actually just want to, I, I want everyone just to just to let it sink in that three years, of course, is such a short period of time. Yeah. And generally speaking, it represents about a tenth, one tenth of someone's retirement. Retirement. Yeah. The time that they so, spend so in they, retirement. Spend, they spend a couple will spend on average thirty years in retirement. Yeah. So the first three years is only one tenth. <laughs> it's it's ten percent of the time that they will have to be retired and fund their retirement. So so what I find amazingly at odds with what I know and what I know when I say you will spend a quarter of a million dollars in the first three years of your retirement, that that just comes from our my average client. Yep. And I know that my average clients spend somewhere between seventy to eighty thousand dollars a year once mm-hmm. they've retired. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if it's $70,000 a year in the first three years of their retirement, it's $210,000. Obviously, if it's $80,000 a year, uh, they're up at $240,000. But I also know that they do a lot of other things as yeah, well. They buy a new car. So, they buy a new car yeah, usually. They go on a big um, trip that they've been putting they on. They go on a trip. Yeah. Uh, they go, which do is fantastic. All of that's fantastic. Yes. So, we're not we're not saying don't do yeah, that. Yeah. The, yeah, um, the, the lesson is, not, the is not to say, is not that you shouldn't spend a quarter of a million dollars. It's that you will. You will. It's that you, you will. Yeah. It's you that will you will. So, if it's not a quarter of a million dollars, it's, yeah. 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 Um, yeah, a fifth yeah. of a million or something yes. like that. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> yeah. so it, it's it's a, it's a considerable amount of money. That's yeah. it's three years is a short period of time. Yeah, a quarter of a million dollars is yeah. a big sum of money. I mean, we 
we we all grew up when a million dollars was a massive oh, amount of money. Like, like yeah. so I think well, everyone we, listening, including myself, yeah, um, yeah, you you you've, you've sort of set a million dollars to be a huge yeah. amount of money, and yeah. it's still a considerable considerable amount of money. I'm not belittling that no. amount of money at all. What I what my rants about is that for some reason there's this there's this sh- there's this common misconception that the closer one gets to retirement yeah. the the more they should be invested in term deposits and bonds and things like that yeah and it's it's just not it's just not practical it's just not practical well, for people so no, like yeah no, we're looking at the, the term deposit rates now they're they yeah, yeah, yeah under one percent yeah um bond rates are around the same amount yeah um there's just there's just this common misconception and it seems to be everywhere yeah. that that the closer uh, I get to retirement, the more I need to move out of the things that grow for me, yeah. which are the great companies of Australia and the world, yeah. and into these things that yeah. um, are not going to go up and down as much. Yeah. But the problem with that is that they actually don't go up at all. No. Like like and well, and, and and again. That that that's a staggering amount. It's a quarter of a million dollars that you're going to spend on average in the first three years of your retirement. Yeah. Now, if you're not, if you're not, if you're not growing your money, if you're not growing your money, if your money isn't quickly. getting dressed and going to work for you. Yeah. Um, and actually doing, you're in big trouble. A full time shift, you're, you're in big trouble. You, you, well, you you're going. Well, I guess if you think of it again in that visual sense, if you've got a silo with, so we would say someone who wants to spend between seventy and eighty grand a year in in today's dollars, which we would say they probably need about one and a half million dollars in retirement savings. So, you imagine you've got a, a silo of grain with with one and a half million dollars worth of grain in there. Now, if that's not growing, if that's just if that's just a silo with with grain in it, mm. and in the first three years, so you get one point five million dollars. In the first three years, you go and <laughs> scoop out a quarter of a million dollars and you eat that. So you, you've you've eaten, which is one sixth of that amount. Yep, so yeah. you've, you've eaten a sixth of your grain mm. and you're one-tenth of the way through your retirement. Mm. And this is where the analogy probably gets a bit tortured, is that your appetite goes up every year because everything yeah. gets that bit more expensive yep. with inflation. So yep. not only are you, not only have you, have you chewed into your silo a substantial amount, you think of the visual of you've got a huge silo filled with grain, you think it'll last mm. forever and you've chewed through a sixth of it in the first three years mm. And then every year, the amount that you actually need to scoop out and 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 eat of that grain every year is is going up. So, you know, another three years later, not only would you not have, you would have taken out another sixth. You would have taken a bit more than another sixth. So you'd be mm. you'd be down below your million dollar threshold. So you thought when you started out, you had one and a half million dollars. You thought I'm only I'm going to spend a quarter of a million dollars in the first first three years, a bit better the next three years. I'm already below that million dollar mark. I'm I'm already less than a millionaire and mm. and I'm only you know 6 years into my 30 year retirement so those visuals just don't stack up you, you know what i mean you you're going i've got 30 <laughs> years to go i've got this timeline of 30 years and a tenth of the way through i've already chewed through a sixth of it there's just no there's no other way to approach it than to realize that that the only, yeah, if, the only if, if that was to, represented to you in 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 a bar chart yes then you could you could quite clearly see yeah yeah this doesn't stack this up. doesn't stack up like I'm, I'm gonna run out if i do this even if even not allowing for inflation i'm going to run out of this i'm going to run out of this money 
before I run out of life. That's mm. just fact. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to outlive my money. And that's kind of what, you, you know, for – so your only options at that point in time, and this is, I think, what, you, what you're going to is you can either then go and you can try and build up $4 million in retirement savings and you go, right, well, I'm not going to get a return on that money, but I've got $4 million. So it doesn't matter that I've taken a quarter of a million dollars out in the first three years because I've still got $3.75 million and, and I'm going to chew through it, but it's okay But because I've still got enough to get through the next 30 years. And I haven't even done the numbers. It might yeah. not be the case, but it's yeah. pretty close to it. It is, yeah. But for most people, if you go, okay, well, yeah, you're 55 now. You've got six or $700,000 in super or you've got half a million dollars in super or whatever you've got, you, you, you're you not going to have the chance to get $4 million. So no, that's, pra- that's practi- off the table. Practically for um, not even the average person, practically for the, yeah. for the average listener, yes. which the average listener is generally above average in yeah. terms of what your superannuation balance is. Yeah. So, Practically for the average listener or our average client, yeah. um, most of them aren't going to get any anywhere no. near four no. million dollars. In fact, I mean, two million dollars is a, is, a, is a great outcome. Yeah. Um, for and so if you're thinking of that ten years before retirement, th- those are your only two options. My mm. my two options are get to my one point five million dollar mark and make sure that I've got that money working hard for me and and growing and and continuing to compound over time so that I can be spending primarily the earnings on that money. Or I get from where I am now to $4 million. Mm. If, you've, if you've got a pathway to get from where you are now to $4 million, then you don't have to worry about this at all. You can you can just sit your money in cash and forget about it. Yeah. But as you say, there are very few people out there who are on track to be at $4 million at retirement. And given that, there's really only one pathway open to you, which is accept the fact that in retirement, you are going to have to have the vast majority of your retirement savings invested in more volatile, higher returning assets rather than in bonds, term deposits, cash. Absolutely. And this follows on from the the recent podcast episode that we talked about, uh, are you in a life cycle strategy such as yep. you know, QSuper's um, lifetime uh, where, where as you uh, progress in age and hit these age milestones like yep. turning 58, yep. for example, is one with QSuper, um, they'll move you into to lower returning, lower, volata- lower volatile yep. um, uh, investment strategies. Now, here's the ludicrous part about all of this. Mm. There's just this blanket statement that I hear from people mm. and, uh, and, and it's, 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 I guess, strengthened by the superannuation industry uh, in, in general, in, in particular the, the industry funds. Mm. Uh, and, and, and what it is is oh the the closer I get to retirement, I shouldn't be in what yep. people people will say a certain word. Yep. They'll say the closer I get to retirement, I shouldn't be in any high risk. Yep. I should be in safe. I should, I should be, in, be safe. in safe, secure yep. um, investments. Yep. Now look, everyone wants that. Yes. Everyone wants that. The reality is though, mm. it's 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 not feasible. It's just not feasible. No. So Number one, um, people are actually using the wrong terminology yep. not once but twice. So they're saying yep. we shouldn't be in high risk now. Yep. Now we it's, agree it's, it's, you should not be in high but, risk. But to so. me, it, it's one of those. It's actually a good point because it's not risky to have one and a half million dollars and spend a quarter of a million dollars in the first three years of retirement and get no return. It's not risky. We guarantee you will run out of money. There's no yes. risk there. You are yeah. definitely going to run out of You're money. Definitely There's run no out of money. Risk. We know what's going to happen. So. 
I guess you could put it that way as you go, there's no risk. There's no there's yep. no range of possible outcomes. You are definitely going to run out of money mm. before you pass away. That's going to happen. Yep. You know, if, as long as you live an average lifespan. So there's no risk. I guess that, that is correct, but yep. but the, the outcome is very poor. Yeah, so and that it, you're spot on, Dale. So it's it's it's. I mean, risk is is not a one-dimensional no. thing. So yeah. people people think naturally. People that make those statements um, uh, naturally believe that that what they don't want or what is risky is their balance is going the, up. And is down. their balance going up and down yeah. on any given day? Um, I think what we know is is yeah. is completely risky. Is that is that they'll run out of money too early? Yeah, that's the that's the bigger risk for us. Yeah. in what we see. And the, the good point that you made there before, Michael, is that this isn't um, this is not a knock. Like the average person who's listening is probably thinking the same thing. And this isn't to say there's just no way that you'd know this. You know what I mean? No. And, and so the the uh, media perception or the um, and and even like a lot of um, fund managers or industry funds or any super funds are not helping with the education of of what these risks possible risks are in in future. And so the average person is isn't it, probably hasn't really thought too much about this. And and it's not it's not their fault for thinking I should be in more more safe assets as I get to retirement. I shouldn't mm. I shouldn't have any money invested in shares. It's they're just responding to what they have been told. Mm. Over many many years of their life, so it's it's not you're not sort of expected to know this, but I think that's the the point that you're making. If if you've listened to this podcast, you, you've now been warned. You are going to spend a quarter of a million dollars <laughs> in the first three years of your retirement, mm. unless you've got four million dollars in retirement savings. If you've got anywhere in the ballpark of one and a half million dollars, which is what I think the average person will have, if you spend a quarter of a million dollars and you don't have your 1.5 million dollars invested in a way that that can grow over the long term you are going to run out of money mm-hmm. so regardless of what you've seen on on the ads with the you know the industry funds doing the, the the thing that i'm doing here on my chest which is like the australian map or regardless of what you've heard from your next door neighbor talking about yeah you know we've just retired so we moved all our money out of risky assets and you know we've put it in term deposits and regardless of what you've heard from your parents' generation about you know uh, risky you know investing in shares is risky or investing in something else is risky and you know cash is king and all that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. You you've heard all that and and because of that I understand that that's how most people approach this decision at retirement. But you've now been warned. This is this is just not it's not feasible. It's not something that the average person can do. They cannot have their money invested in a way that doesn't get them a significant return and still afford to to draw out quarter of a million dollars the first year reti- three years of retirement and not run out of money yeah look and and, and why um i have gone on a rant and this is and now i've taken i've started ranting, you started ranting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it, it's it's just one of those things that i feel completely strongly and passionately about and and to me this is one of these things that it, it, it's just ludicrous like some of the statements that that um are actually taken as fact. Yeah. From and, and, that's, and, and that's the problem. It's it's from it's from um, not so much people, but it's from organisations that should know better. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it's like if you hear that from your next door neighbour, 
who, who you know, you kind of go, all right, well, I'll take that with a grain of salt. But when QSUP is saying, hey, yeah, you should be moving into these safe assets and other risky assets, mm-hmm. you're within your rights to go, well, geez, it's QSUP. They must know mm-hmm. what they're talking about here. Yeah. And they just don't. It's, no. it's, just, it's just incorrect. It, it, it's, it's, it's just so far off the mark. Mm. It's, it's, it's just ludicrous. Yeah. Like, it is absolutely ludicrous because, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we know what people spend. And, they, and these aren't, these aren't high spending people. No, well, exactly. This is this is we average. This is, yeah. This is table stakes. Yeah. So so <laughs> so, so 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 think think also about you know if you're still working now, think about what yeah. you and your um, spouse are bringing in. Yeah. And 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 um, generally speaking, I you know most people would be spending over seventy thousand dollars yep. of after tax dollars yep. every year. So so we're not talking about. Yeah. Um, absolute uh, caviar and champagne lifestyles here. No. We're, we're talking about average people. We're yeah. talking about average people uh, living a reasonable, comfortable lifestyle mm. on seventy to $80,000 per year mm. um, yeah. uh, net of tax. Now, there's, there's also those things like we mentioned, and these are the common things that we see with, with almost everyone as yeah. they enter retirement. Uh, they fix the house up yep. a little yeah. bit, so there's a the capital cost. They buy a, a car and state that this this yes. one will see me out, which is ridiculous <laughs> because they've got another they got thirty years to go. <laughs> thirty years to go. Yeah, they, uh, they buy a caravan. The caravan's uh, a big might one. Buy a caravan, a boat. Um, uh, yeah, these, these are all these things. So it could it actually can be more than a quarter of a million dollars in the yeah. first three years yeah. of your retirement, yeah. but but it's on average we see it's around a quarter of a million dollars. Yes. It's around a quarter of a million dollars that. Yeah. That a new retiree yeah. will um, yeah. will actually spend over the first three years yeah. of their of their retirement. Now, at the same time, you have uh, yeah you have certain superannuation funds, and and you you just have this blanket statement that mm. that oh you know um, you're retired now, so you shouldn't have yeah. what. Any the the term that people use is, is high risk. Yeah, you shouldn't have any. Now we we couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, what people don't realise is that volatility and risk are two completely different things. So, yeah. In March of two thousand and twenty, when the the you know the value of uh, our superannuation, our client superannuation funds yeah. fell on average by about thirty seven percent, and then recovered. And grew to a new high. That's volatility. Yes, that's volatility. That is not risk. No, people refer to that as risk. So risk is the chance that yeah. we, my we, assets fall thirty seven percent and never, never so, ever come. So what back. we would agree yeah. is that you shouldn't take your your one point five million dollars of retirement savings and uh, go and buy shares in some specky mining company that's got a market cap of about two hundred million and yeah. it's either going to it's either going to ten x or go to zero. So yes, I would agree that you shouldn't be high risk if that's that what, is if that's that what is risk. Now yeah. that is an example of risk, and without yeah. getting too far into the weeds, yeah. um, you can be invested into the great companies of Australia and the world. And um, I'll argue with anyone mm. that that's risky. It's volatile. It's yeah. highly volatile yeah. at times. The global yeah. financial crisis yeah. saw those you know, valuations yeah. fall temporarily by fifty-seven percent. Yeah. That panics people. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you got one and a half million dollars. Yeah, uh, all of a sudden you've you got, got under seven hundred thousand dollars. So, yeah. Yeah. so temporarily. Um, yeah. What? What? Uh, that's that's an example of volatility. Mm. Um, diversified enough 
then yeah. you, you 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 take risk largely off the table. Risk yeah. is the chance of permanent loss. Yeah. Um, again, it's a two-dimensional thing, though. People only ever make that statement one-dimensionally. They yeah. say, I shouldn't be in high risk. Okay, yeah. well, let's define risk. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've retired with a million dollars and I'm going to spend a quarter of that yeah, in the first in the first three years of my retirement, um, and I'm only going to get a one percent rate of return. Uh, my money is not really even getting dressed to yeah. go to work for me. <laughs> it's and that. not getting out of bed. It's working from the couch <laughs> part time, uh, casually. So, so um, uh, yeah, I say that saying all the time. But again, just picture yeah. Yeah. you've stopped work the yeah. day that you stop work. Yeah. You've got this pool of money, whatever that is, yeah. that on that particular day. Yeah. That is now going to work for you. Yep. That has to get dressed and go to, to work and to. earn enough yep. um, for for you to be able to draw your quarter of a million dollars. But at the very least, hmm. our belief is that sum of money, whatever that is, in yep. the first three years yep. of your retirement, yep. um, has to get dressed and go to work to earn at least a quarter of a million dollars. Yep. Because yep. if it doesn't, Yep. If it only earns fifty thousand dollars or a hundred thousand dollars, you're going backwards straight yep. away, and and it's just, it's a really really slippery slope. Yeah, that stage. Well, I mean, again, I feel like we've I've tortured a lot of analogies here, but I've driven this in <laughs> yeah, like the, a tomato <laughs> steak, <laughs> tomato <laughs> steak. So. The, the, the getting dressed, going to work thing is, is if you're getting up and go, you're getting up and going to work now, and that's what's putting food in the fridge, mm. and so. You, you know, think of your money as a, as a lazy teenager that's just on the couch the whole time and, you know, playing Xbox or something like that. Mm. So you're getting dressed and going to work. You're putting food in the fridge and you're all eating, you know, everyone's eating the food out of the fridge. Now, you stop going to work. It doesn't, doesn't really matter how much food you've stockpiled. If no one gets dressed and goes to work and, and puts food back in the fridge, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you went, all oh, right, I'll fill the cupboard with, you know, heaps of, you know, heaps of tin food. You are not going to have enough to get through the next thirty years. It, it's very, it's almost unless you're one of these doomsday preppers that's got that's genuinely got thirty days, worth, thirty years worth of tin food. Someone needs to get dressed and go to work. Someone needs to put food in the fridge for the household. And as you say, Michael, it, it's got to be your money. It, it, that's the whole point of retirement. Yep. So, um, the only other thing that I'd add to this uh, as, as a separate thing is. I think this is where it's dangerous. The, the other danger that I see is people who are 55 and they are on track for around a million dollars uh, in retirement savings and they don't necessarily, um, that feels like a huge amount of money. Like we said before, a million dollars feels like a huge amount of money. However, that a million dollars may not be enough for them to retire safely mm-hmm. and stay retired. So you know, it's a hard conversation to say to people, I know you're on track for a million, but we really need to bump that up to 1.5 or 1.6 million. Yeah. And the reason for that is that, you know, you will spend a quarter of a million dollars in the first three years of retirement. So you get to a million, <coughs> even if your money is working really hard for you, mm-hmm. you're spending a quarter of a million in, in that first three years. So, you, you know, sometimes you, you're probably putting too much pressure on your money at that point in time you may well need to, to boost that up to 1.5 or 1.6 or, or even 2. Yeah, look, it's a, it's a good that. point. Um, and that's the figure. A million dollars is the figure that we commonly see people stall out if they're going to stall out. And yeah. what, what we mean by that is that, yeah, you know, they come to us with 500 or 600 yeah. and we say, okay, we, we need to really put a plan together to get you to 1.5, 1. 1.6. Mm. Um, if they're going to stall out yeah. and drop the ball and, and retire early and, 
yeah, stop yeah. putting money into super. Yeah. It's around the million dollar yeah. mark. And we've talked so about like, it's because I think people see this stuff and they go, I'm a millionaire. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm not putting money in. I'm, it, I'm a millionaire. It's a, it's I don't a need subconscious. Yeah. It's a subconscious. And you fall into the trap. Yeah. You fall into the trap of saying, okay, That's the first year of my retirement, I'm yeah. going to spend $70,000. Yes. It's too narrow of a trap. Yes. It's, too, it's too narrow of a time frame. Yeah. Think three years. And three years is a perfect, three years is a perfect amount of time. It's, it's, it's quick. Yeah. Um, it comes around really, really quickly. Yep. But a quarter. Of but a you're going to spend a quarter of a million dollars just, just, you know, I'm driving this <laughs> into the ground like a tomato steak. But it's just, it's a staggering amount of money. It is. And it's the average. Yes. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's we're not talking, it's, again, we're not talking about people rivals. that are yep. flying business class to, yep. um, Yep. Uh, the Seychelles yeah. or anything like that in, yep. in, 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 in this scenario. We're talking about mm. um, uh, our average clients yep. who are, are fairly conservative people and, um, yeah, they're, they're, they're by no means living the champagne and caviar lifestyle. Mm. So that, those, that average couple will spend a quarter of a million dollars in the first three years of their retirement. So, so it, it, it's just... Um, yeah, I'm speaking with a lot of <laughs> uh, passion yeah. in this, and it's it's just to really hammer it home that you're going to hear a lot because mm. if you started getting interested in your retirement now, yeah, your your ears are going to be open. Yes, to hearing hear. a lot of information, and that's and reading that's a lot why, of information. That's why we're banging this into the ground. We're banging this in right now because be, you're going to hear, hear a lot of things over the next ten years that conflict with what we've said in this podcast. Yep. So. Yep. Um, we can tell you. Yeah. Actually, I won't. No, I won't say that we're definitely right. <laughs> you get sued. <laughs> we'll get sued. Uh, but so I'm not saying that we're definitely right. <laughs> no, but I'm just. I'm saying. Well, I'm well, saying well, that you, you, you're going to hear a lot of yep. um, garbage. Yes. And read a lot of garbage. Yep. And it'll be from some big institutions as well. And yes. you'll think like yep. you'll, well, you'll, and, you'll, and think- you know, you'll you might trust these institutions. Yes. Um, and again, remember. I mean, the last podcast that we did. We've talked about the life cycle strategy. They're, they're trying to ca- cater to a massive audience, mm. of which yep. you, as the listener of this podcast, do not represent the average person. Yeah. On on, on in that audience. So if they're telling you, yep. um, yeah, yep. once you've turned fifty eight, we're going to move you into this yep. investment strategy. Yeah. By and large, that's not appropriate for you as no. a listener no. uh, of this podcast. Someone who's actually actively taking control. Of their um, retirement plans, mm. uh, you're 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 far from average. Yeah. You're far from average yeah. um, in terms of of what that fund is actually trying to cater for. Mm. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I think we've, as you say, I'm out. We, I I'm think out of rent. I'm really, out of rent. We've really attacked <laughs> this point enough that uh, if any if anyone's uh, still listening at this point and going, yes, we get it, we get it now. Okay, a quarter million dollars first three years, we get it, we get it. The, and that's why your money needs to get dressed and go to work for you. That's that's the point. I think we've banged on about it enough. So uh, I think we can wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to the Money Over 50 podcast with Money Over 50 Financial Advisors. We look forward to catching up again soon.